Dead End Barbecue. Give it to his house and a red flag. SwainEvent.com, fueled by Dead End Barbecue, top 100 barbecue restaurant in America. It will be a popular place this weekend as Tennessee hosts another SEC opponent, Ole Miss Rebels, 4-1, Tennessee, 4-2, who's going to slide to five wins this weekend. Just one more full day to talk about it. And we do that here on the Swain event starting every morning at 7 a.m. Today, we're rocking and rolling. Ben McKee, Seth Stokes, we got Tom Hart uh, today in the second hour. And it will be Tom Hart, it will be Jordan Rogers, and it would be Cole Kublik on the call today. Guys, good morning. Good morning. Stokes is uh, still having a little problems hearing us, so we'll get that sorted out. Is uh is Stokes okay? Uh, he's he's turned on, but he he still can't can't hear us for some reason. We'll we'll get him taken care of. We'll get him taken care uh, of. We will get him taken care of. No problem at all. So uh, you slide that intro music down. Let's get cracking. Then we'll get Stokes up in here. And get him, get him going because I know he has a lot, a lot to say about about this game. Eight six five two hundred fifty five zero three is our telephone number to the Irish Networks hotline. How are you, man? I'm good, man. I'm good to go. I'm good to go. I'm not as I'm not as white hot mad as I was. Yesterday, when I first saw that tweet from Ole Miss football account, but I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay, man. Do you think Tennessee already has a response for if it wins in its arsenal, typed up in the drafts? Yes. Come on, man. This is Tennessee. Tennessee always, well, if it's Tennessee basketball, it's already done. I'm not sure about football. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. We this is familiar. This is unfamiliar territory for us. So I'm not sure, hundred percent. But when I when I saw that, I was like, oh man, they're making it easy, easy for the clapback. I mean, they are really setting themselves up to be humiliated if they lose this football game. But I like it. I like a little trash talk. Do you do you think it'll be like a, a checkmate type of tweet? Man, it, it has it has to be something that just hits you right in the chest, man. I mean, just just right in the chest. That's that. It has to be that powerful. And we got plenty of time. Yeah, all day yesterday. You have all day today. You'll, you'll have all day basically tomorrow and then the four quarters of the football game. So you'll have plenty of opportunities for a nice clapback if Tennessee's able to win. Well, I've got better news. You ready? What you, what you got? 
We've got our guy Seth Stokes this morning. Seth, how are you, my friend? Well, I thought we had him. What's going on, guys? How <laughs> oh, there doing? he is. There he is. Hey, Stokes. Hey, hey man, you, you you think Tennessee is um ready for the clapback on Ole Miss's tweet talking about chess versus checkers? Since he better be out there playing Crossfire, Rock'em Sock'em Robots. <laughs> hey, hey, man. Hungry, hungry hippos, they want all the scores. Man, this this is going to be an exciting, exciting game for sure uh, on yeah. both sides. Now, there's going to be one disappointed fan base, one sad fan base, but this game is going to be great, man. Looking forward to it. Let that sad fan base be the Ole Miss Rebels all day. Let them go cry in the Grove when they get home. <laughs> oh, no, that's right. Have you all I ever know been to right. the Grove? I have. Once. For what? Um, football game. 2004. On the road. When okay. Against Eli Manning. But you didn't go to the Grove. Like, I- I'm talking about, like, pregame witnessing all the tailgating going on in the grove. No, nah, man, I haven't been to I haven't been to an uh an away game where I've really really tailgated. Do you have a desire to? No, I don't. I I, I, don't I have a desire. I know you're fearful of getting arrested because you would be the one to pop off at the mouth, but I think it's something that you need to experience. Why would I put myself in a situation when I know me better than, than anybody? I know that I'll be wearing an orange shirt, tailgating at somebody's, you know, tailgate. I don't even have any friends outside of Tennessee uh, fans that would be tailgating like that. Unless I go, like, to Auburn. Like, I got some Auburn friends. But I can see myself wearing my Tennessee orange. I'm just enjoying myself, hanging out with my friend. I'm already uncomfortable because I'm in uncharted territory. And then somebody's going to come up, try to show out in front of their friends. Hey, watch this. Look at look it. Look at him! Look at the look at the big old look at the big old black guy. I'm gonna say something to him. He wearing orange. Let me look at this. No, 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 no. If they see the big old black guy, they're not gonna say something. No, nah, man, it's the opposite. <laughs> look at this. Look at this. I'm gonna show up. I'm gonna show if up. I see the big old black guy. I'm not saying anything, right, Stokes? Hey, Vol fan. Hey, Vol fan. Dang right. Hey, hey, Vol fan. How about this? See, I, I'm saying <laughs> something. If I see a little old dweeb that looks like Brad Matthews or something. Like if if I see a guy that that looks like Dr. Vault, then, then I'm saying something, but but not the big old black guy. Like if I see you, or Big Orange Mac, or, or Nelson, or, or Big Shot Rob, like I'm keeping my mouth shut. But the, but the the thing is, opposing fan, he'll be he'll be trying to show out in front of all his friends, and I'm pretty outnumbered, so uh, he'll he'll try to get a little laugh out of his friends, and uh, I'm telling you, man, I ain't gonna have it because there ain't gonna be no disrespect in Tennessee. I don't. I've, I've never had a bad experience on the road. I, I, I know they exist. I've heard stories here on this show about going to Georgia and Alabama and, and Florida. I, I've heard stories, but I, I personally have never had a bad experience. Have you, Stokes? Um, No. The, the only – like, I've been to a couple of away games. Um, Only one or two as a fan. The rest of them as a, media, a member of the media, so I wasn't – wasn't really you know chopping it up like that um because they're just you know you know ben there's, there's other stuff you got to do that day but 
the times I went as a fan, eh, they were fine. I mean, I just hung out with other Tennessee fans, though. So we just kind of rolled in a group. So there was no, you know, like, also it was when, I'm trying to think, I went to Tuscaloosa in 2011, I think it was. And so, you know, Tennessee was terrible. And, like, it was almost like Alabama fans had pity. Oh, don't, Like, they were not talking trash. Like, because, I mean, why? It would be like, you know, why? Why am I going to talk trash to, to somebody we know we're fixing to kill? And, and that's what happened. Like, the first, the first quarter of that game was fun, but the rest of it was terrible. And then as a Falcons fan... Uh, I went to a game at, uh, in Charlotte at the Panther Stadium, and because and that was the game that Carolina put up like it was like forty nine nothing, like it was bad. Bad Falcons couldn't do anything, anything, and like Panthers fans were like turning around to me, asking if I was okay. Dang. <laughs> I was like, no, Dang. I'm not. It's not okay. What do you mean? Am I okay? No, I'm not okay. We're getting embarrassed out here on the road. I'm out here in my pa- in my uh, Falcons gear, only due to Falcons gear. It seems like, and we're just we're just getting wrecked. And on the way out of the stadium, some dudes are throwing football up on a little ledge, and the football uh it went over the ledge, and I grabbed it. And they asked me to throw it back up to him. I threw it at the wall, so it bounced back in the road, and I walked away. Dang, you're a sore loser. You don't huh? have to come get your own football. Oh, I was so oh. mad. I was so mad. Stokes is a sore loser. I was that day. I'm normally not. I'm more like it's just a game, but for whatever reason, I was not in a good mood when that game was over. I, I, I don't know. It was it was bad. I, it was not my proudest, finest moment, but I, I wouldn't I wouldn't have it. Yeah, we was having a conversation with the kids yesterday about being a sore loser, and um, my wife was kind of giving the lesson because I was, I was, I was kind of quiet. Like, ah, I'm like the worst sore loser ever. I really can't say anything about telling the kids not to be one. This is, this is really uncomfortable because, <laughs> like, they know when Tennessee <laughs> loses, I'm in a funky mood. I'm in a funky mood. Um, and here's a good thing about Saturday's game. Is that it's a late, it's a late game, Thank and so if something comes up, uh, if we come up a little bit short, then I just go right back. I just go right to sleep. They'll never really see me because it's late. They'll be asleep by the time I get home, so they won't see me, and then I'll be okay uh, around then the next day, for the most part. But um, it's a huge opportunity, man. Stokes, I, golly, did you think we would be here with you know this 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 much um, hype around this game, the implications? Around this game for both programs, uh, there's a lot of recruits that's hitting Knoxville from the West Tennessee and just the west part of the country. Big-time recruits. I know Lane and company wants to bring some of those guys in as well. Uh, yo, like, did you think that we would be sitting here at this point of the season, 4-2, and two, with the chance to be ranked with a win? Um, no, not, not in this exact spot. I mean, I knew there was going to be hype around the game because it's Lane Kiffin coming back to Knoxville 
as a head coach for the first time. So that's there, there's always going to be hype locally for that. Um, I did not think Tennessee would be where they are as a football team right now. I think they're ahead of schedule. And it was kind of one of those things going into the season. You're like, okay, with the style of offense that Heupel likes to run uh, and the tempo that he likes to run, just getting some quick guys into space to make some plays. Um, Tennessee's going to have a chance, but I didn't, you know, we talked about this in the summer, just off air and stuff. Like we weren't getting hyped up about the season. Like we weren't putting any real like expectations on it. We thought we are going to be bad. Um, with, with the hope and like saying, okay, if this goes right, if this goes right, if this goes right, you know, it might be okay. But here we are. We might be all right <laughs> this year. Like this is, this is different. I didn't think it was going to be like this. Um, again, with Lane coming back, there was going to be hype. There were going to be, you know, an expectation of we just, we got to win this game. Um, I'm still in a, I hope we win more so than I'm expecting to win, but, it's it's not going to shock me if we do. I think it's going to be whoever has the ball last or whoever can get, uh, you know, three stops on deep. <laughs> that's it, right? Instead of just two. Yeah, yeah, that's it, right? Let's let's get yeah. to David in Louisville. David, good morning. Good morning, fellas. I feel privileged to be the first call of the day on Friday. Stokes on the air. What's going on, guys? Man, got how you Stokes, doing? got Ben. Good morning. Man. Barely have Ben. Hey, I got a little uh, clap back <laughs> for old Miss in the hopper. So uh, they want to holler chestnut checkers, right? They do. They do. That's what they All saying. Right. Well, this is what I do. But, you know, I'm, I don't have Twitter. But if, you, if you can do this, I take a picture of, uh, you know who Bobby Fisher is, Twain? I've heard of the name. Let me let me hit Google right quick. Yeah, go- Google them real quick. Google them real quick. And what I would do, Stokes, I don't know if you, you know Bob Fisher or Stokes going I would I would take a a I would put a picture on Twitter of Bobby Fisher decked out in University of Tennessee gear, however you want to Photoshop that, and have Boris Spassky and Ole Miss gear on the other side of the table saying, We always stay five moves ahead. Checkmate. Ooh, okay, okay, all right, all right. I see, I see what you going, see what you got going on here, man. He was eleven-time world chess champion, huh? Yeah, they want how they want to play chess. Well, Bobby Fisher, that you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. I know exactly. what And you're I, I want to get some off my chest. I feel a little bit bad about, but it's just the the Tennessee ball in me. Um, I will not be at the game tomorrow. I will be with my seven-year-old in Disney World. Uh, We're jumping on a plane tomorrow, going down. This was pre-planned. But for everyone going, I am so jealous and so excited because I was at the closest thing that I I think was going to happen tomorrow night in Neyland Stadium, the 15 Oklahoma game, in that atmosphere. And there were there were. There was a book written about that atmosphere. And I think Ole Miss could walk into an absolute hornet's nest. And it could be 12 on 11 every single time they take the field on offense. I agree. I agree with you, David. It, it could be that type of atmosphere for, for 
Ole Miss. It's super important for Tennessee to start fast. Uh, but I'm right there with you, man. And I love the fact that you're taking your seven-year-old to Disney World, man. You can't beat that. You can always no, man, watch it, the game. It, it, well, you know, I, I threw a little clause in there late. I, I just told my wife, I said, listen, y'all are going to have a magical time for the entire week. But at 730, I got to be in front of the TV. And y'all can exactly. do, here's the credit card, do whatever y'all need to do. Oh, you may regret that busy. one. And then, look, we got, we'll have six six more days together. But, um, you know, I'm I, family first, man, and, and it's, you know, you don't know when that magic's going to leave a little girl when, when she gets out of the whole princess and Disney stuff. So our plans got canceled last year, pushed it back to this year. Perfect storm in Knoxville. Heifel's got us rolling in the right direction. Um Lane Kiffin's coming to town, so it, it just lined up for me not to be able to go. But you know, my my my, my stepkids will be there cheering for me, wearing white and Z11. Uh, so you know, I just wanted to tell y'all, uh, love y'all to death, love the show, and uh, go ball. Appreciate you, David. Appreciate you, man. Good, good, good stuff right there. Great phone call. Disney World, man. You can't come on, man. You can't beat that. You cannot beat that at all. You have to take advantage of that. Yeah, while you can, man. While you can. Uh, 865-255-03. The telephone number here to the Irish Network. Seth Stokes, Ben McKee, Jason Swain. We're all like in three different places, man. So I hope the audio is is rolling, rocking and rolling this morning for everybody on the app. Uh, Where I am, the internet is not as good as it was yesterday. So... um, (laughs) It's affecting our, our video broadcast, so I apologize, apologize for that. Um, but looking forward to, to being at the game tomorrow. Uh, I'll be leaving bright and early to get back and cheer on the Tennessee Volunteers, man. I don't know what section I'm sitting in, but I do know I'm going. I do know I'm going. So, David said he has his kids wearing, his stepkids going to the game wearing white. Uh, I think Turkey Man is in the white section as well. Um, Justin in Florida, I think he's in. I think he's in the white section too. Um, TC, we didn't get TC with section he was in. We didn't. We didn't get that from him yesterday, mm-hmm. um, but we got it from the rest of our phone callers. Eight six five two hundred fifty five zero three. Hour number one is brought to you by Hiller Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical. Uh, ben, let's take our first break of the day, man. Uh, get back to this Ole Miss Tennessee um, matchup. Bragging rights on the table. Bragging rights on the table. Will Tennessee have to do it without an important starter on offense? What about players coming back on defense that was out last week? Injuries are a part of the game. Ole Miss is missing. Some players on their end, but man, Tennessee cannot afford to miss players on our end because the depth is thin. So who who will be out there? Who may not be out there for Tennessee? Oh, Miss. Talk about that coming up next. Swain event fueled by Dead End Barbecue. If you want to get in on the conversation, call the Iris Network's hotline at 865-200-5503. 
Grow your business with Iris Network's high-speed fiber internet. irisnetworksusa.com If you're coming to Knoxville and need a place to stay, do yourself a favor and book a room at Hampton Inn Paper Mill, also known as the Hampton on the Hill. This award-winning property is literally in the top 5% of all Hampton Inn properties. The GM, Stephen Lawrence, is a good old local boy who grew up in the business around Knoxville. He and his staff are always available, always willing to help, and will go above and beyond for their guests. The newest Hampton Inn in Knoxville has clean, affordable rooms, flat screens, fridges, and microwaves in every room. Plus, breakfast is included in every rate. Not to mention, there's also a pool and fitness center on site. If it wasn't so close to amazing restaurants, bars, and shopping, you would never want to leave. At only six miles from campus, you're still right in where the Big Orange action is. Go to HamptonInn.com, search Knoxville, and book your room at the Hampton Inn Paper Mill or call 865-693-5400. Hi there, Swain Event family. Are you in the market to purchase a home and a bit freaked out with the market right now? As someone who's been in your spot before, I'm familiar with what's going through your brain. And as a realtor, I've mastered the ins and outs of the buying process. When you work with me, you'll benefit from my experience, and together we'll work toward making sound, smart decisions for your future. And of course, talk a little Vol Sports along the way. Just give me a call, Jennifer Morris, Keller Williams Realty, 865-257-7897, or email me at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com. Hope to hear from you soon. When you start your own business, you know that branding can make or break a new venture. That's why Swain Event relies on 42nd Street. 42nd Street is a strategy agency focused on finding creative, open-minded, results-driven solutions to brand design. After over a decade of operations in East Tennessee, the brand architects at 42nd Street have the experience and creative know-how to ensure the success of your business branding, logo, web presence, and more. To see a real-life example of their amazing work, you can check out our website at SwainEvent.com. Don't trust the branding of your business to just anyone. Check out my friends at 42nd Street online at 42st.com or give them a call at 865-382-7007. 42nd Street, brand, strategy, design. JC's Tree and Landscaping Service specializes in quality tree work done at an affordable price. Trimming and removing trees are their specialty. They also offer other services like land clearing, stump grinding, crane services, and all of your basic landscaping needs for both commercial and residential. JC's will give you a free estimate and beat any written quote by a competitor to guarantee that you get the lowest price around. Don't risk your land with a fly-by-night service. JC's Tree and Landscaping is licensed and insured. Give them a call at 865-599-3799. Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup. Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. For a replay of each day's Swain Event TV, like us on Facebook. Let's go to the phones this morning. And, uh, man, try this. You know people are ready to go. Jacked up. Fired up. 
Stokes. We had Turkey Man calling yesterday, and he was so fired up, man. He didn't know what he wanted to talk about. He just was fired up. He just wanted to let us know he was fired up. Yeah, man. I, I heard his call yesterday, and it was it was fantastic. And then I saw his <laughs> Twitter video last night where he finally found himself a, a white jacket, and he cut out the, the, the smoky emblem from a koozie and is going to sew it onto the – uh, the breast of the jacket there, and uh, you know what? I, I like it. I like it. Hey, Turkey Man. Turkey Man going all out. Mm-hmm. Going all out. I see you, Turkey Man. Um, let's go to the phones. Let's go to the phones this morning. Let's get to Cortenval on I-75. Cortenval, good morning. Good morning, my friend. Good morning, good morning. Good morning, folks. Good morning. I would say good morning to Ben, but Ben sounds like he needs a Red Bull. You need to get you a mini fridge over there at the studio, Blaine, and make sure he has plenty of go-go juice in the morning. He sounds like he hey. got drugged through the mud already. Hey, man, we got he, he can take about 10 steps, and there's the, the normal refrigerator, big refrigerator, and there's all kinds of things in there uh, that keep him up and awake. So uh, he know how to make some coffee. Go in there and make some coffee, Ben. Get yourself turned up. Get on, get on Turkey Man's level. Get, get on Turkey Man's level, Ben. Hey, we all need to get on Turkey Man's level, man. That's that's cool that he went and did that with a jacket and so that that's the kind of energy and, and and dedication that we all need to have right there. That's that's good stuff, man. That makes me happy. I, I like what Turkey Man brings to the table. I like his energy. Uh, yeah, I do too, man. You know, I had to kind of walk something back from yesterday a little bit. You know, I was giving my, my uh-uh. wife a little bit of a hard time about the game. Hey, courts of all, we can barely hear you. Uh oh, about that. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit better. Okay, sorry about that. Going to do a bad service area. No, you good. Um, the uh, but I had to walk something back just a little bit there because of uh, <laughs> when I was giving my wife a hard time yesterday about Boo at the zoo. Mm-hmm. She was listening. Well, she tried it. No, no, no. She she wasn't listening. But there are anniversary pretty soon. We we're going to be celebrating five years. And okay, okay. We uh, she tried her best and couldn't because they were sold out to get Ole Miss Tennessee tickets. Oh, and I you. said, oh, my God. You feel terrible now, don't you? <laughs> I was like, I just want to stick my head in the, in the oven right now. Oh, oh you got to feel terrible, man. You got to feel terrible. But, but I, I didn't tell her I was talking her on air, so it's all good. <laughs> oh, it's all good. She don't know. It's all good. It's good. It's all good. Thank, my, thank my, you, baby. Trying to get tickets. <laughs> exactly, exactly. My clap back to Ole Miss about talking trash. I would just ask them, are they going to wear them sissy blues? Because <laughs> the Orange Legion is coming for you. <laughs> hey, man, I'm, I'm all excited, y'all. I, I love this show. I love, love getting to talk to y'all. Just excited about this game. Uh, go Vols. Let's have a good weekend. Hey, thank you, man. It's going to be a fun game. I think I'm, I think I'm going to roll up on an Ole Miss fan tomorrow and go, Ooh, that sissy blue, that sissy blue shirt. What do you know with that sissy blue shirt on? <laughs> Let, let's not say that. It it didn't work out too well for Coach O. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's there. It's, yeah, it's, they did lose, man. I think I, I think I went to the fourth quarter when it's more decided. How about that? That's probably a maybe on strategy. the maybe on the way out. Get out of here with that sissy blue shirt. 
I'll wait. It's probably good, 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 good advice there, Ben. All right, let's go back to the phones. Let's get to Joe. Joe and then Steven in Florida. Joe, good morning. Hey, good morning, Swain. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Um, I appreciate y'all taking my call. I'm going to try to be uh, greedy and get you to talk about two things for me. Um, first and foremost, uh, the transfers in and transfers out. Like, what are your thoughts on, you know, initially with everybody transferring out and the people transferring in, what were your thoughts on that? And then how do you think everybody's doing? To me, it seems like everybody's doing really well, and the transfers are just some of our best, most enthusiastic players. What do you think? I mean, I, I think it's easy to go black and white here and go, "Hey, man, look at you know we we upgraded and the guys we got are better than the guys that we that that, that left." And I don't look at it that way. Um, I just look at it as those guys did the best for them, and some of them wish they were still back here. Some of them are not playing as much at their new home. Some of them are. Um, some of them, you know, it would have been a better fit for them to stay. Um, the guys that we have gotten, you know, Jawan Mitchell's out for the season. Guess other guys that quite have not, you know, cracked into the two deep uh, just of just as uh, just yet. Uh, you did have a great performance, you know, last week, um, but it, it's even out, I guess, in a, in a way because you got the culture where it needs to be. You got everyone being accountable. Um, the depth is still uh, still a concern because you lost 30. It's not like you got 30. Uh, and I understand a lot of those guys that left wasn't all world or would be first team guys here, but they at least still would provide some depth that can play special teams. So um, it, it's positive for sure um, because I think the culture is the most important thing. You can you can figure out the numbers. You can you can build with the positive culture. You can't build with, without a positive culture. With a negative culture, you can't do that. So um kind of is what it is, and then we'll continue to build. This weekend is a big weekend for recruiting, um, but I am thrilled about the guys that we got in, especially Hinton Hooker, because we knew quarterback was going to be such a huge position. We went out and got two, and you know one didn't work out so far, but the other one, and the other one I mean here is Hinton Hooker. He has been a rock star for us. Yes, sir. I think the uh, the kids or the kids, the, the young men, I guess that are they're playing for the first time from what seems to me in about ten years, all the players seem to be having fun and wanting to play together and stuff, and I think that makes a big difference. Very, very, and then very um, big difference. <laughs> the second thing I wanted to ask you about, you know, looking at the numbers and the eye test, it seems as if to me, Ole Miss maybe has a slight edge in offensive numbers and that sort of thing mm-hmm. so far. That Tennessee has a slight edge in defensive numbers. So let's say that's a wash. I haven't heard a whole lot about, you know, special teams and how those matchups will go. What what are your thoughts on who may or may not have the edge in special teams Saturday? Well, good stuff by you. Thank you. Thank you so much. We'll answer that right now. I'm guys we're doing a good job of, of kicking field goals and, and making field goals. You know, I'm, I'm pretty confident in what we have done in, in that department. I am not confident about our kick coverage based on the last two weeks. We haven't necessarily punted the ball a ton um, as far as punt coverage, 
But kickoff coverage, we have scored a lot. I'm a little nervous about that, guys. Yes. Yes, that's uh, kickoff coverage and being asleep on uh, on a couple of different special teams plays. That's that's been a concern the past couple of weeks. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, the the kickoff return is something that kind of showed his ugly head. Two games, you know, did against Mizzou in the return touchdown they had, um, mm-hmm. and then a couple times South Carolina had an opportunity to pick up some good field position and was one to two tackles away from probably taking it to the house uh, with the fake punt that we gave up for touchdown against South Carolina. You know, we showed that you know that that was. That was one time where we actually, quote-unquote, fell asleep, and that bit us in a butt in a punt-safe situation up by a ton of points. Uh, and I don't – listen, listen, um, Stokes, I wouldn't mind being up the same amount of points that we were against South Carolina against Ole Miss and, and go to sleep again. But I think a part of oh, no, that's fine. that play was that we were we were up by so much, you know? Yes. And, and guys, got a little, uh, guys got a little comfortable. Um I don't think that's going to be the case on Saturday. I think it's going to be a closer game. And so um, that won't happen at all. But it's certainly a concern, man, because now you're just giving the the team the confidence to fake it. You can still be there, still be, um, you know, in position to stop the fake punt, and they just make the play. I would rather them not even attempt it because if they don't attempt it, then they can't convert it. So uh, I don't even want them to attempt it. But – if you are Ole Miss or the opponent, you're thinking about it because of what happened last week. No, no doubt about it. And it's uh, it's just something to clean up. I mean, it's it's that correctable film we talk about all the time. I mean, you you, you get that stuff on film, and hopefully it doesn't uh, you know it doesn't rear its ugly head again. But look, if you're like it was against South Carolina when you're up huge and you give up a, a cheap touchdown in that situation. Yeah, it sucks. And then you get everybody tweeting, oh, well, it's like a better team coach needs to needs to tweet less and coach his teams up more and whatever, whatever. Like it was it was one play in a situation that didn't really affect the outcome of the game at all. And honestly, if Elante Taylor catches the interception the play before, that never happens. Pretty much. Pretty much. Everybody gets cookies and they don't score. <laughs> exactly. Oh man. So if he was tweeting less and coaching more, that would not happen, huh? Mike yeah, Eckler. yeah, that's is that is that is that, is is that the solution we came up with? <laughs> I, so many people were blowing that up on on Twitter during that game. I was like, "Are you guys serious right now? Like for real? How do you push? How do you push sin on something like that? Because you think it's funny and it's going to get a lot of traction because Twitter is an overly negative place. It's just not even. I guess. <sighs> You get you get better during practice time, so it's not like Eckler's tweeting during the practice time, anyways. So when he's tweeting, the players are in class <laughs> or at home. Oh man, you, you, you coach it up. If you haven't seen it before, then yes, that's on the coach, and that's hey, that's that's. I doubt that's the case because you prepare so many different scenarios. So many different scenarios. So you coach it up, and you go out and you get better. And special teams have been have been really good this year. I mean, considering the depth, and that's where and I said this you know many times. That's where you see the lack of depth. That's where you see uh, the strength in your depth is on special teams. And it hasn't been 
it hasn't been a huge bugaboo for us. Now, we've given up one touchdown, but it's not like we've given up a ton of pump returns where it's put a team in position to score. It's not like we've had block punts and things like that um, to where you know we've given up points and scores. It has not been that bad, to be honest. I mean, you had that play last week, uh, and you've had like one play where you give up a touchdown in the last two weeks, but certainly can't let it be any worse moving forward. That's all I'm saying. Um, Agreed. Chase McGrath, Ben's boy, Paxton Brooks, Ben's boy. How you think? How you, how you feeling about their involvement in this football game, Ben? I hope we don't see them at all. I don't. I don't want to see Paxton Brooks punting the football. I, I don't want to see <laughs> Spoil, Chase, man. Chase McGrath kicking field goals. I, I want to see touchdowns. I, I want to see Valus Jones in the end zone. I, I want to see Cedric Tillman. Running backs, Hendon Hooker. I want to see those guys in the end zone. The only time I want to see Chase McGrath is on an extra point. Only time I want to see him. So, realistically, do you think you will see him? Chase McGrath? Either. Because we're not playing Mizzou. We're not playing South Carolina. I know that those guys have had a little bit of a, of a vacation the last two weeks. But at some point... The vacation is going to stop for those guys. They don't have to actually play a little bit more. I I think we'll see a lot of Chase McGrath, mainly on extra points. And <laughs> yes. I, I'm sure that there will be a field goal or two. I, look, I, I said it yesterday. I, I expect Tennessee to put up points. Ole Miss's defense is barely better than Missouri and South Carolina. And I don't even know that they are barely better than those two teams. So the expectation from from my vantage point is Tennessee putting up points. Uh, so I do think we'll see Chase McGrath a ton on extra points. And he he's attempted about a field goal per game. So I, I expect to see him attempt a field goal once or twice. And although Ole Miss's defense is, is very bad, it, it it is rare that your punter does not punt in a football game, such as was the case against Missouri two weeks ago. So I'm sure we'll see Paxton Brooks at, at least once or twice. I also I also wonder if because of the issues on special teams, is Paxton Brooks is is his leg healthier to the point to where he can take back over kickoffs and just boom it into the end zone because he does have a big leg. That would be nice. Yes. Guys, 2015. I was just going to add, last thing we need is a long kickoff return. This is the game that you cannot allow a special team's touchdown because Ole Miss is already going to put up points with its, with its offense. Last thing you need is a special team's touchdown given up. I, I just feel like we have neglected the importance of, of the kickers and punters in this game. Because we have been spoiled the last two weeks. Those guys haven't really done much. Now, Chase McGrath has went in and kicked the field goal, like you just mentioned, Ben. But, you know, Paxton Brooks and, you know, our, our punt team, they've, they've been on vacation for a little bit. And we've talked so much about this, this these offenses on both sides. When you look at the defenses on both sides, our defense is better. So you, you should feel a lot more comfortable saying, hey, man, Let's let's punt this football and let's try to pin Ole Miss with bad field position and let's force them to go ninety yards. And when it's fourth down and eight at their own twenty, let's see how 
aggressive Ole Miss wants to be and going forward on fourth down. Like, I, I, I feel like it's going to be a play from the punter. And it, it takes me back to the 2015 Georgia game. It takes me back to the Florida game in 16 when we were winning the field position game in a huge, huge way. And, you know, our punters um, and our punt team did a great job of forcing Florida, forcing, forcing Georgia to have to go those long distances and, those, and, and, and you know, go the length of the football field. And that's going to be a part of this football game that won't be talked about probably too much during it, but when you go back and you watch it again, or if you have someone break it down, you know, two or three guys that normally do a show, you know, 7 o'clock in the morning, you know, Swain Event app, you know, I mean, we typically break it down that way, but um, it, it probably won't be talked about much unless you go back and, and double and double watch it. But I'm telling you, man, I think field position is going to be so, so important in this type of football game because it it affects how aggressive you really, really, really are in certain situations. Couldn't Chase McGrath, go ahead. I couldn't have said it better myself. You hit the nail. No, right. yeah, I mean, I am a little concerned about uh, Tyon Evans, though. And, yep. you know, his his injury situation, you know, I was a little surprised, to be honest, to see a report uh, from WBR, WBIR that cited uh, their contributor, John Bryce, on a Thursday saying that, Tyne Evans is going to be to be out. Um, I am kind of holding out some hope. John Bryce has never really strikes out here, but I show a hope that he does, and I hope Tyne Evans gets some of that magical um, Bobby Boucher water, and he's able to he's able to play. Um, but usually, guys that are you know banged up and trying to fight the the, the clock on recovery. It's rare that you see these announcements made on a Thursday because they're still trying to battle back and get healthy. So, um, according to WBR Sports, Tyon Evans not expected to play this Saturday against Ole Miss. Don't know how excited Josh Heupel and company are about that going out on a Thursday, um, but it's the way it is, right, guys? Maybe this is a little uh, Tennessee playing chess, not checkers. Maybe, maybe Stokes, maybe, uh, maybe injuries are always like uncomfortable territory for me, man, because mm-hmm. you just never know on a Thursday, sometimes the truth. I mean, on Thursday, I'll be like, no, I can't go. And then on Saturday, you get the adrenaline running and get some, you get some Toradol uh, in your system. Yeah, let's pray. You get some of that. You get a day and a half of extra treatment, and then boom, voila, you're able to play. So I, I'm just real comfortable, uncomfortable talking about injuries and a guy possibly possibly being out, maybe not being out on a, on a Thursday. Now it is Friday today, so I'm looking for some more some more information about Tyon Evans. But that would be a huge blow. Uh, yeah, Jabari Small would, would be back, but man, we need both of those guys. We need that one-two punch between Evans uh, and Small, man. We really do need that. All right, let's go back to the phones, and let's get to Steve in Georgia. Steve, good morning. Steven in Florida. 
I said Stephen Jordan. Stephen in Florida. My bad, Stephen. Golly, I, I missed you up there. Stephen, good morning. Yeah, good morning. I, I actually just left my house 27 minutes ago to head to Knoxville. I'll be there tomorrow. Section 2 in Orange. First time since 2019, so I'm excited. Um, but, you know, I've, the wide receivers were always my nervous unit this year. And it made me even more nervous when, you know, Melton was overthrowing them. Nothing, maybe it's the wide receivers. But I was a little, I've been a little surprised the last few games that, you know, they're coming out and playing hard. So I want to know your all's opinions about them. But my second question, I'll hang up to you guys to answer, um, is the DBs, you know, Theo, Theo and Paul uh, and Taylor and all those guys, are all of them back after the injuries? Or do you think we'll not know until tomorrow? All, all of them back. It was, it was kind of hard to hear. Are all of those guys back when? Uh, are all the DBs the Theo Jackson, Slaughter, Christian Charles, those guys that did not play last weekend, do you, do you feel like they are going to be back this weekend? I, I know you feel like Theo is going to be back. Theo probably – could have played this past weekend against South Carolina in an emergency, but just no need to, to push it uh, given the opponent. Danico Slaughter tried to go through warm-up Swain, but he was running around on one leg practically, so I, I don't know how much he's healed within a week, but if he looks or feels like he did last Saturday, I, I have a hard time believing that he'll, he'll play this week. And, and if he were to play this week, I have a hard time believing he would be effective. No, you can't. You can't. You can't be. You know, seventy five percent going up against this Ole Miss um, offense in the secondary. So that's why injuries are always kind of tough to to conversate about. And you really get the facts right before kickoff. So like right before kickoff, you know, I may get the word um, about you know some guys not going because they don't know if they're going to go until until warm ups. They're trying to warm up and see if they can if they can go, um, and the, and the warm ups is the last ditch effort to see if you can play at full speed, and and if the guys can't play at full speed, then they let the coaches know that they can't go, and then we get the official word. So even on a Friday morning, a day before the game, it's really still early for some guys to know if they're gonna be able to go or not. Yeah, I, I don't I don't trust. Um media outlet earlier in the week this guy's out this guy's out reports i'll wait until the the broadcast is on television and they're setting the game up in the booth and they start mentioning about who's out for each team that's when i believe okay this guy's not playing yeah i listen bryce bryce just doesn't just doesn't miss and I he want does. him to he be, and does. I want him to miss here so bad. <laughs> Very <laughs> like, much so. I want him, I want him to miss, man, because my, you know, for for this offense, this team, and Tyon, I don't want to, I don't want Bryce to miss and look bad, but I want him to miss because I want Tyon to play. So we'll see what happens, man. I, you know, I got the impression that last week, Ben, that Tyon could have went back into the game. Uh, if they really, really need, needed him, and they decided not to put him back in, which is why Tennessee kind of looked 
lackadaisical a little bit. Looked like they took the foot off the gas. Well, they did take the foot off the gas uh, there in the third quarter. But I was under the impression that he could have went back in. And so uh, with that information, it's hard for me to believe that we are in this position with him not playing in this game. So uh, I'm looking forward to kind of seeing some of the details, hearing some of the details that come out of why he's not able to go, if that's in fact 100% the case. Sorry, Bryce. I just, I just hope you're wrong, man. Yeah, I was, yeah, we, I, I was surprised by Bryce's report because, like you just said, Swain, on Saturday after the game, Heupel said that they could have put him back in the game. They just didn't feel like it was a smart thing to do based off of the score. Uh, and then yesterday, Josh Heupel was asked, and he said that Tyon's been able to do more and more in practice this week as the week has gone on. So that led me to believe, just reading between the lines, or at least I thought I was reading between the lines, that Tyon was was going to play on Saturday because when Hendon got banged up, it, it was those same comments, and Hendon played that Saturday. So uh, I, I was surprised by the Bryce report, and like you all have said, Bryce does not miss. So uh, unfortunately, right now you've got to take it to the bank and just <laughs> no offense, Bryce, but hold out hope that uh, that he's wrong so Tyon can play. <laughs> Man, hey, you can love somebody and still. Hope they're wrong, man, and, and not sometimes wish the best for him. That's In this right. case, I, I love Bryce, but man, I sure hope he's wrong. <laughs> Woo! Let's get to uh, let's get to Dr. Vol. Dr. Vol, good morning. Hey, y'all, can y'all put me back on hold? I was almost done with the book of Genesis. Uh, we'll, we'll put you back on hold. We'll go good. to the next caller. Hey, man, we can't tell that you read anything, man. In the Bible, the way you be acting. Uh, it's all right. We put Dr. Vol back on hold. Let's let's get to our next caller. All right, who we got? I, I don't know. Who, who is this? Caller, hello. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning, gentlemen. It's Dave Tona. Oh, what's up, Dave Tona? Perfect <laughs> Dave, time Dave to call in. Thank you for calling in right now. Dave Tona, tell us, up, tell, us, t- tell us about your week and tell us what you're going to do next week. Take your time. I'm not going to tell you about what I'm going to do next week. How many vacations you got coming up? <laughs> hey, listen. Listen, I do have one coming up. Next Saturday. Where you going? Uh, Mexico. Mexico. Yeah. Don't drink too much tequila. Hey, what's the sense of going then? Fair enough. Good point. Good point, Dave. Hey, I want to. I want to tell y'all something. Uh, I just met me uh, VFL the other day at one of my accounts. He just got voted in as the. Uh, the new president of the board here at one of my condos. And uh, I've been wearing my Tennessee stuff. You know, I always do. But uh, he caught me wearing it. And he was he, he come up and shook my hand. He said, man, thanks for representing. I said, yes, sir. I said, so you're obviously a fan. Are you from up there? And he says, I'm a graduate from there. And I played football there. And I was like, get out. And he said, yeah. Who, who was between... Majors and Neyland was a battle. Who was the head coach? That's, I think that sounds about right. That sounds right to me. I'm not listen. I'm not good on my on my on my ball history that deep. That 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 going that far back. Yeah, he said that he I'm working on it. Coach battle, and uh, he seen me again yesterday morning. He was out doing his walking on the beach and. He said, let me play something for you. And he downloaded the uh, uh, Rocky Top to his, to his head, head, 
said, I guess. And he said, man, he said, you got me fired up again. I said, yes, sir. It could have been W.H. Britton. Could have been a lot of people. (laughs) John Barnhill, Harvey (laughs) Robinson, Bowden Wyatt, Jim McDonald, Doug Dickey, or Bill Battle. It could have been a lot of folks. It was Bill Battle. What are uh, what what are you cooking your dog this morning, Dave Tona? (laughs) (laughs) You mean cooking for your dog, right? Was that was that uh, Ben was saying that? Yes, it was. Your, yeah. your fellow Yenzer and fellow Steelers fan. Okay. Uh, Steeler hasn't been – he's just been having dog food. And, you know, if I have pizza, I give him the crust. But I uh, haven't been cooking him eggs. Well, I think he deserves some eggs. Steelers with a nice <laughs> win last Sunday. Big game on Sunday night football this week. Are you going with the, the scramble? Um, the Mexican scramble with 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 uh, chorizo and 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 jalapenos and your eggs, or are you going more traditional? Or are you going, you know, maybe maybe Greek with a little feta, some chicken in there, some spinach? Uh, what kind of what kind of omelet you hooking up Steely with in this bowl? Listen, we're trying to buy time uh, because the Arval complaining about being on hold long. Yeah, well that's fine. So I'll give you the whole rundown. I'm yes, gonna uh, I'll crack I'll crack open about six <laughs> no, eggs. Right. <laughs> slowly mix them into the bowl gently. Yes. Okay. And, and after I do that, I got to pour them into the strainer to make sure I don't have any cracked shells in there. Damn. Okay. And then I got to think about how much more time I need to waste for DR ball. And so then we're going to put some. Then we're going to put some some thick cut bacon. You know, you know, laid out on the cutting board and cut myself. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Being very careful not to cut my fingers. Uh, yes, that's important. So then I'll, I'll toss a little cheese in there for them. I might put some spinach in there just for a little healthy, healthy uh, mix to it. There you go. But there you go. Yeah. Let, you well, go. let me ask you this, Dave Tony. Do you believe a hot dog is a sandwich? <laughs> a sandwich? No. Why not? <laughs> um, because typically that would be a quick answer. But seeing that we're trying to waste time, uh because a sandwich is not put on a, a hot dog bun. That would be a, a bun. So, therefore, that disqualifies a hot dog as a sandwich. I got you. Now, now explain to me this. The evolution of how people got on Earth and, and where we are now. Oh, uh, no. Uh, oh, no. Where's DR Raw? Get DR Raw back in here, man. Get DR Raw in here, man. DR Raw. They're talking about making an, an omelet. Kind of like Steve Carell and Forty Year Old Virgin was talking about that egg salad sandwich. I know, right? I know, man. Hey, we got. Hey, Diarval said he read Genesis, so that means he can tell us that about evolution. What's up, Diarval? Uh, I've actually I'm on the verse in Leviticus talking about loving thy neighbors. So <laughs> good, man. Good, good. You can you can open up for TC because it is Friday. TC usually calls in with a nice sermon for, so you can open up the scriptures for TC. Let the congregation know. What what passage is the preacher reading from? Get everyone ready for the for for the, for the, for the for the for the message this morning. So thank well, you for that. Blasphemous. I, I do have some verses written down for Lane about uh you know how you're supposed to treat your wife and stuff like that. Ooh. Uh, oh lord! I, I am calling to complain though. You know, I have what, to what's your complaint? So, I, so we can hit you with the pop uh, copy customer service. <laughs> I do not own anything that's white as far as Tennessee shirts, and I got put in the white section. So now I've got to 
we got to leave a little early so me and my friend can get a, a white shirt so we don't throw off this orange and white thing that we're going to do. Boo-hoo, D.R.V.O. You have to go to Alumni Hall and buy a white T-shirt. I was already online on their website. You're saying what I want. Do what? Wear wife beater. I'm I'm there to go against Lane, not pull for him. <laughs> well, I'm I'm surprised that you're not going to be wearing your sissy blue Matt Corral jersey next to Lane Kiffin. No, no, that, that that's actually part of my call. Well, I want to get to Stokes where he has to go. Stokes, what are you drinking this weekend? Oh, I've got a plethora that I'm going to be drinking this I'm weekend. A um, oh, little mix man. of a lot of things because we're we're having a. a a Halloween party at the house on on fr- uh, Saturday night, so uh, that was scheduled before the times and everything came out for this game. So the game will be on, but there will just be a bunch of people over. So it'll be a a costume party of watching uh, the Tennessee Ole Miss game. But I've got to pick up a whole lot of fun beer uh, for that. So it's it's gonna be a it's gonna be a plethora. Currently in the fridge, I've got a twelve pack of some. Uh, Spotted Cow, which is an ale from uh, Wisconsin. You can only get in Wisconsin. Got a friend at work who's, uh, whose parents live there, so he was up there uh, last week and brought me back the case. So uh, going to be enjoying that tonight. So you're not doing boo at the zoo, you're just doing spooks at the Stokes, I guess? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it sounds like it, D'Arval. Sounds like the party's at Stokes' house. Yeah, so Ben had brought up Matt Corral. Your boy. something, What's that? Your boy. Not my boy. Well, you're sniffing his jock all summer long. It's Friday. Don't you love it? Go ahead, DR Ball. Don't let Ben don't let Ben throw you off. You guys supposed to be hanging out this this uh, afternoon to go on uh, tomorrow afternoon going to going to lunch, man. You're not treating each other like friends right now. Uh, it's just this is what we do, Swine. It's just what we do. Sounds like it's an abusive relationship we, to me. It's it's a sign that we are friends. I guess, man. Sounds like an abusive relationship to me. People, the people I'm closest to, we like harp on each other's hardest. It's very, it's a very big character flaw for me. <laughs> hmm, interesting. Anyways, go on about your Matt Corral love. Okay, so the guy that Ben's pushing off on me that he likes, how is their offensive line? Like Matt Corral, we're talking. We've heard he's you know best quarterback in the nation, supposedly, and all this and that. But how's he do under pressure? He has great escapability, man. He is um, he is agile. He makes guys miss. No, he's smaller. You know, he took a nice hit against Arkansas, and I didn't think he was going to be able to get up. Uh, it wasn't helmet to helmet, but he is smaller than Hendon Hooker. Uh, I don't think he can take a, a, a direct shot like Hendon and be able to get up okay. So that's something to, to, to take note of. Um, but he does a good, really good job with the offensive line that he has. I think their offensive line is um, solid. Very solid. Yes, it's it's. I was about to, I was about to say something different, but yeah, solid is probably better than what I was going to say. Um, but it's solid, and it allows Matt Corral to even when there are some pressure or there is some pressure, he's able to escape it uh, because he is he is quick and he is fast enough to get upfield. So um, it's look at our situation, our offensive line, and they're a little bit they're better than ours. Mm-hmm. They have a really good left tackle, Nick Broker. He, he is very good. Uh, he just won SEC Offensive Lineman of the Week. Uh, and their right guard, Ben Brown, is also good. As for the left guard, center, and right tackle, they're, they're just solid SEC football players. They're, they're nothing special. Not bad either, though. 
Yeah, they got a cane on their team. Now, Swain, are you going to be able to meet up with us tomorrow? That's the plan, my friend. That's the plan. Okay. Well, you know, it's funny because a friend of mine's coming with me, and and I told him that you may be coming, and he said he's going to be starstruck by you. And I said, by Swain, you know, he's just a normal guy. You know, I I don't know. I I mean, he's listening to you right now. And uh, I said, you know who Swain is, don't you? Yeah, yeah, he wore number one for Tennessee. So, yeah, you sure you know who he is? Yeah, he (laughs) shaves his head. Oh, okay, yeah, so you know it is. And then he said he couldn't wait to meet somebody that played for the Dallas Cowboys for all those years. So he's excited. <laughs> so oh, yeah, tomorrow. okay. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, I'll see you tomorrow, man. I'll be taking my time, just like Dave Tona's phone call. Now, since said that. Dave Tona, explain to us whether you believe in vaccination or not. <laughs> oh, no, absolutely not. Do you believe Ooh. vaccination should be mandated? Oh, my goodness. Uh, Stokes, man. Uh, so what are you dressing up as Halloween? Because you can't have a Halloween party without having a costume yourself. So what are you dressed up as, Stokes? I am dressing up as uh, Bob Ross. And I've got a, a wig and a little paint thing. <laughs> and the wife is going happy tree. <laughs> oh, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. <laughs> Yep. So wait, so you got the Bob Ross hair? Yes. <laughs> Where did you get that from? Hobby Lobby? Uh, the internet. <laughs> oh, oh man. I can't wait to see a picture. You gotta send a picture, Stokes. I won't post it, man. I won't post it. Just just I'll I need, you I need... <laughs> No, you gotta post it. You gotta post this no. on social media. No, 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 no man. No. No, he, no. Can't, he can't At do least it, on man. Facebook. <laughs> no, he can't do it. He can't do it. Because remember, remember that picture of that tree, that Christmas tree Seth had when he was in Knoxville? He comes it, out every it's Christmas. A, <laughs> it's a, taken in 2016 or 2015, <laughs> and it still circulates every Christmas. You deserve it. That tree was awful. <laughs> Look, that tree was free. Awful. Hey, man. We can't let we can't let that happen again, Stokes. Or one of your pictures circulates, and then also the Jesse joke. The Jesse joke. It took forever for that joke to die down. I mean, little Jesse is grown now. Right. He got like a beard. So like, the jokes with Steph, Seth, they never, they never, they never die down, man. So we can't we can't let you go out here, Stokes, with that uh, Bob Ross costume, man. I won't do you like that. No, no, it'll be. Fun. I won't do you like that. And it sounds like there's some influence for the wifey. And listen, I understand. I understand. Well, don't let Listen, me get I'm all doing of the that show. photo. That's all I know. <laughs> yeah, I, I, hey, Stokes, I got it, man. Fort Knox over here. Fort Knox. I won't let it get out. All right, man. I appreciate hey, that. Stokes, I'll talk to you here soon, man. All right. Y'all have a great time. Be safe on that road, brother, and uh, enjoy the game. Will do. Will do. 865-255-03 is... Our telephone number, Tom Hart, will join us, join us at 840. He is calling the game along with Jordan Rodgers and Cole Kublik. So we get the we get the, we get the the number one team, the number one ESPN broadcast team well, for the know, Tennessee Ole Miss game. You know, uh, Jordan wasn't going to respond to any DMs about coming on the show. Man, I stopped, trying to, I stopped trying to get Jordan on. Skirt. He, he skirt. Didn't he pick Ole Miss to be Alabama a couple weeks ago? Uh, no, that was a stench comb. 
No, Jordan did too. Well, yeah, I, I don't. I don't know who Jordan picked. I, I don't pay attention. Yeah, to what he, he picked, has to say. But I know yeah, uh, he, Matt Stinchcomb is the one that went on and on and on about how Ole Miss was going to beat up Alabama, and then he got <laughs> he he had a rough couple of days after that game. Yeah, hey, Roman Harper is picking Tennessee. No, I'm, Roman, I'm little, you're not allowed to. I'm, I'm a little uncomfortable about it. Uh, let's take a break, and uh, we'll, we'll be back. <laughs> 